Welcome back to Let's Talk Omega Level. Woo! Let's Talk Omega Level. We just change it up every week because Dirty Dirt Steven. God, give me the freaking poster. I'm Steven Anonymous. Title. Title. <laughs> 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 Pretty sure it would have happened before that. I hope he adds uh, yeah. that after. Makes it real, real jarring. Omega Level. Omega Level. Omega Level. Make sure you follow us on all of our social medias. We are on Facebook as Omega Level Podcast. We're on Instagram as Omega underscore Level underscore Podcast, all lowercase. We are on Twitter as at Omega Level PCast. That's the letter P. We are on the Anchor app as Omega Level, and we are on YouTube as Omega Level Podcast. Make sure you hit them all up, and, you know, don't be stupid. Like our stuff. But, you know, we here, I just folks. love making things complicated for Nick. Oh, God, it's the best part of my day. I seriously wake up every Monday morning, every Tuesday morning, just happy as sh- I censor myself. Shit. Woo! Yeah. Don't censor me, Nick. <laughs> don't censor me. We just me. had that conversation. Yeah, and last week's episode will be censored, apparently. Door. Don't you come through that door. Don't you come through that door. Don't you come through that door. <laughs> Okay, he's good. We're good. Okay. All right, this week in Omega Level, we are going to be talking about the fourth issue of Martian Manhunter, the first two issues of Justice League Dark, which dropped last year. And if you're looking this stuff up, there's like eight different Justice League Darks that started We're nine last issues year. into this. Yeah, there's there's nine issues in this. It has uh, Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing. Zatanna. Zatanna. Zatanna Zatara. Zatanna Zatara, the daddy. I, I That's the dad. It's whatever. Whatever. Zatanna, Zatanna. That's all you really need is Swamp Thing. (laughs) Man Bat, Detective Chimp, and of course, good old Wonder Woman. And then the movie for this week will be Highwaymen, The Highwaymen. This is for you, Michael. Yeah, Mike Wazowski. Mike Wazowski. Uh, we know that's not your last name, but we're saying it. It's Gajowski. That's uh, I just this guy butchering it. We apologize. (laughs) I'm sorry. He is is crowdfunded. Can we just get his name right here? (laughs) Yep. Don't know if he did it, but if he didn't, you know what to do. Hit that dislike button. I need, I need sparkles Screw you, on Nick. Kind of like the more you know. <laughs> Mike, whatever. Wasn't it like a rainbow? <laughs> rainbow, please. <laughs> <laughs> we are adding too much to Nick's plate, and I'll of it. Right. Uh, but man, Martian Manhunter, issue four. Got a lot of insight. Probably my least favorite issue so far, even though there was a lot of insight, but like insight that left me confused, because when they started talking about um, what this issue basically covers is... Mm-hmm. Um, the Hronmir's curse yes is apparently a, a curse that invades the thought stream i mean this is more complicated than i ever thought this would be i mean when we had the other issues they clearly all talk on a telepathic level i should, they have, have, I should have known there would be something like a thought stream cuz when they talked about like a when they were keeping a, the secret their fear stink or something yeah. <laughs> i don't remember. okay some of the wording is slightly off but i still thought Given the it's stuff, cool. that the information it's that they alien. gave us. I mean, it's alien, exactly. And the stuff that they gave us felt like it would. <laughs> I'm still caught on that. The fear stink. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know if that was a word anymore, but that's what I'm calling it. <laughs> it's the fear stink. Uh, but how they're all connected, and you see a little bit more on how Jean Jones is uh, is corrupted on both fronts. I mean, he's more corrupted in Mars. I mean, he's a manhunter that's kind of doing what needs to get done to save his family because he is aware of this Haranmir's curse. Yes. Which I think uh, it's like the first panel is back on Mars, yeah. Or whatever they call it, it's, I can't remember. Dude, these names are rough. I'm doing my best, but they're they're hard to read. Yeah, <laughs> but it looks like she's like using her eyes like a microscope almost. Yes. I thought that was pretty neat. Also, just like apparently Martians are racist. It's like wasting these resources on a white flesh. I think <laughs> is what they said. Yeah. Like, hey, we help everybody. I mean, there's <laughs> definitely discrimination in that. I mean, you have the the gold flesh. They're not really liked either. You know, you got to be green flesh or die. That's racist. That's wrong. 
But you, I did find it interesting that they are delving more into his like corruptness. But he's trying to save his family. He knows that this thing's happening. The council's not listening to him. He even acknowledges that his wife is smarter than everybody on the council. Yeah, because she's still researching it herself. She yeah, said her, the thought of Horonmir's curse is the curse. Is the curse, and they won't allow it to manifest. Which, which I think, just like, I still don't understand how this works. Yeah, well, you I, think of it, you're cursed, and then your skin starts crawling. I guess. Well, they gave us that insight. Remember the last issue when they showed us the. Uh, the actual creature, which we now know is Charon or Charn. I'm going to call him Karen. Karen. We're going to go with Karen. Uh, cool design. He looks clearly corrupted by this curse. He was banned. He's has a vendetta against the Manhunters themselves, correct? Yeah. And he's taking it on this one poor human girl. Yeah. So we find out what <laughs> happened to the Adams family. Woo! Been waiting to say that, boy. Don't you put a clip in. Don't you put a clip in. <laughs> Give me Cousin It. Woo! Or Uncle Fester. I'll deal with either one. I'm fine either way. Um... But you see that, so Ashley Adams is still alive. And I was wondering if that iguana, that lizard that they said, like they had the footprints in the f- earlier issues, if it was an alien creature. That wasn't the case. It was corrupted by Charn or Karen. Yeah, apparently, like, yeah, corrupted the iguana and turned it on its family. Man, dark. Yeah, straight murked him. Yeah, Kept poor, Ashley, though. That poor iguana. Yeah, seriously. Also, I just, yeah, I love the cover for it. It's just yep, like, I, was gonna like say I have that. something to tell you or whatever. Yep. Or do you um, want to know a secret? Yeah. Woo! Because he could speak to animals, because why not? <laughs> So tell us your story. Yeah, uh, that I like really that cool. whole panel. Yeah, mm-hmm. one of those few pages where it's like pretty colorful and stuff. You see like its memories, like from its perspective and stuff, and how everyone started running away from it. And mm-hmm. Apparently, it actually did care for his family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it think that's the only like reason basic... why Ashley didn't get attacked. Correct. I think there was still that pull. I think that I remember him saying something around those lines. I know. I was a little confused. Well, yeah, because we're seeing the eyes of a lizard killing a family. I, I mean, like, what man. do you want? I was like, this is weird. This is, I, yeah, I was just confused. I was like, did, is the iguana killing them? <laughs> yeah. Apparently, yeah, yeah. And that also begs the question, is Ashley going to become, is, he, is she just a tool, a puppet for he him? He said, like, he, he kept needs, saying like, she's got some materials more. for something, yeah. right? Like, what is she? I don't remember. I feel like, I mean, she's just well, a human, I think she's just right? a person, yeah. yeah. But, okay. like, he said that he needs, like, the human body for something. Okay. Could have been something similar to when John Jones goes to the cell later for the, the villain that, uh... The criminal that uh, Diane pulled over in the car and kicked his butt straight, kicked. I ain't afraid of no lady cop as she kicks him in the stomach. Yeah. And he's like, "Don't talk that ish, my man's." <laughs> I like her. I want to see more of her. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because you got to think. I mean, especially after dealing with last issue with the big reveal of like, "Oh, my partner's been dead for quite some time." I just now. like her design. Mm-hmm. The hair. <laughs> yeah, I love give me the Johnny hair. Bravo vibes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right, right, right. Except, uh, except not as misogynistic. <laughs> of course, of course, she's she's. To the books. You think Johnny Bravo would last in today's society? If written well and played by Dwayne Rock Johnson. Because <laughs> <laughs> he just plays everybody? Yeah, he would have to be turned down constantly for that character to work. He already was. True, but that's because it was a kid show and he couldn't get that lucky. There were definitely a lot of in- innuendos in that show. Oh, yeah. And it also helped having that little girl that was just a menace. I don't remember her name. Little Redhead, I think? I don't remember. Dude, she, God, like she was awful. Scout. God, she was awful. That's like how much of a mama's boy he was. <laughs> mama! <laughs> mama! <laughs> we need a Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, it's not your fault. Diane looks like Johnny Bravo. It is what it is. Uh, but I do like her, and I do, back to what I was saying, was, like, is, he, is, is Charn going to contaminate the girl like he did the person in the cell that John Jones, well, he was able to so, connect. Yeah. So we now know that Oh, we now have Martian Manhunter contaminated as well. Yeah. Oh, also, let's oh, not man. forget more alien sex and more alien sex. A man, the drawing, the art style in this whole thing is very like wow. 
very fantastic, very well done, very intricate. They have all these little different details on these, especially when they're conjoining, mm-hmm. when they're melding together like that. Like you see every little instrument, and you can actually see the yeah, eyes, the face, the mouth. Funny that we see them join together again for like their little romance, only to like kind of become separated again. Mm-hmm. Like once again, more, not more of a opening. Distance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She, she said that once the again. Whole, the whole background's faded. It was just white. God, I know. And she, I liked how she was sitting on the table. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Yeah, that was noise. But it's sad. It's still sad. This is a pretty dark uh, series so far. Uh, Speaking of dark. Are we gonna are we gonna transition? To Let's a good dark? transition. I mean, I can't stop you from transitioning like that. <laughs> that was smooth, man. God. Cut and short. We have nothing left to say. <laughs> the transition has already happened. It's in motion. It's in motion. I mean, that's just how we do it. Uh, first issue, Justice League Dark. Intriguing. Yep. I'm like it. All right. Issue two. Issue two. <laughs> now we're gonna see another one. I've already transitioned again. Intriguing. All right. nope. Intriguing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it starts off with a little magic show. does not go off as innocently as you th- would think. Trying to do a traditional pulling a bunny out of a hat. This poor bunny's dead. <laughs> yeah, by the time she pulls the ears out, blood's coming out. She's yep. like, wait a minute. And then uh, <laughs> looks like vines with mouths yeah. and stuff, yeah. Something from the mist. Zatanna, what are you doing? You're supposed to be good at this. Your dad taught you better. <laughs> Meanwhile, audience is just like seeing this, just like, oh, good, good <laughs> yeah. stuff. And she's screaming, "This isn't a part of the show." Oh, that's yeah, but she says it too. backwards. She says it backwards. <laughs> that's, well, I thought she said like, "Get out of here, burn you bastard." Yeah. Oh, okay. She said, "Burn you bastard." Which I don't know why she needed to say the curse backwards. Yeah, I thought that was funny. I was like, "Oh, they added." That was funny, but also just like, man, unnecessary. Like, why? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> art style is good. I like the art. Yeah. It looks. It's traditional. Like, Mostly because I just dig the way Swamp Thing looks. See, I thought you said you didn't like the dreads, man. Yeah, he his, looks more nature. His prone. dreads and beard are a little like odd. Mm-hmm. I'm getting more used to it, but like I'm saying, other than that, life? though, like seeing him like or Tree of Wonder, right? Was, was I think it was a Tree of Wonder. Tree of Wonder. Um, I thought that was cool. He just he just still looks cool, but um, regardless, the Parliament of the Tree, according to John Constantine. <laughs> I'm getting ahead of ourselves. No, I know, I know. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. This is a good issues. But yeah, one. Uh, yeah, Zatanna starts. Yeah, he's trying to say burn you bastards. I think mm-hmm. it just turns uh, the things on fire. Oh. It doesn't. It doesn't work for her. Regardless, it makes things worse. I think they start spitting out fires. What happened? And Wonder Woman comes. <sighs> Love her design day. too. Very yeah, traditional. Said, this is why magicians usually have assistants. It's pretty mm, smooth. <laughs> yep, that's a good comic book line. That was good. Yeah. Uh, she looks pretty good though. Wonder Woman still looks pretty stoic. Oh yeah, man. I like the way she looks. Um, I like when they bring back the make the tiara prominent instead yeah. of that thin dainty thing. Like it actually looks like a freaking hel- oh, not a helmet, but you know. Give me a picture. That one doesn't look bad, but yeah. No, I mean, I think like in the DCEU where like Gal Gadot, like that's a minor tiara. Like it looks fine. I think her design is great for that. But that one's more traditional, has the symbol and all that stuff. Really good. Really good. Yeah. After Wonder Woman saves the day, I think she just has a little talk with Zatanna. Uh, mm-hmm. Talking about how apparently magic is uh, becoming corrupted, I guess. Or like magic is disappearing. Something's happened. Like. Yeah, she said something along the lines because magic is endangered. Yeah, magic's endangered. She's trying to recruit people, and I think Zatanna turned her down, I think. I believe so. Yeah, yeah, because Wonder Woman was pretty miffed with her in the second issue. <laughs> yeah, she was not too happy. Which is kind of unlike Diana, but she like she said she's tired. and A lot of dialogue in this, too. Yeah, a lot of dialogue. Holy moly, yeah. Um, uh, where do we go from there? <laughs> uh, that's issue one. Uh, that, that's not all of issue one. <laughs> no, you have remember, like, uh, where we immediately go to after that. I think it was Zatanna trying to talk to Swamp Thing. Well, it also shows us the uh, the villain. 
villains as well. I might be skipping. Oh, to the issue other two. kind. Yeah, well, not the other oh, kind. We see but that at the end of issue. Tikal and uh, his owner blanking on his name. Oh, Dude with the cat. talking about Magic Kid. Or Is that his name? It's Magic Boy. Well, he's with Tikal. I know Tikal's the cat. Yeah, Tikal. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like they go in there. You got to see Zekel. Felix Faust. I thought that was cool. Uh, we also get to introduce. Uh, I know it was an issue one was when Wonder Woman goes to the Oblivion Bar. Yeah, when she talks I, to I Detective Chimp, yeah. when she talks to Detective Chimp, which says he's immortal. I don't know much about him. But, I've never heard of Detective Chimp. And now Chimp. he has a sword of darkness because the previous owner of the Oblivion Bar has died and left it all to him. Yeah, and apparently the bar is kind of like no one cares to go there anymore. Yeah, it used to be like the number one place to go because, you know, magic was very prominent. Magic was, you know, revered. Also, apparently they mentioned that the Oblivion Bar is like to the left of reality. <laughs> I was like, is that It's, it's in its own little pocket. It's in its own little pocket. I yeah. thought that was pretty cool, too. Yeah. Uh, and that's where people used to hang out. You know, it's the chill place to go get some drinks, hang out with your brews, hang out with your girls. Jabronis? <laughs> <laughs> to hang out with jabronis. Uh, but yeah, you have this whole like dialogue between Wonder Woman and uh, Detective Chimp. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get to a little more insight on that. Wonder Woman thinking that she's like, no, she doesn't have to do this alone, but she's willing to do it alone. Like, you're going to need help. You're not like, you're not going to be able to fight these kind of forces that are coming your way. You know what I mean? That's what Wonder I was Wonder Woman's getting. dealt with some crazy stuff before. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that she's really not up, like, there's no challenge she's not up for. Mm-hmm. Very little Swamp Thing in the first issue. Uh, yeah, he's chilling by the Tree of Wonders. Yeah, yep. Surprise, surprise, he's near a tree. Yep. <laughs> uh, I'm blanking on uh, who saw him first. I don't know why I'm... I'm pretty sure Zatanna went to talk to him. So that was the one, that, okay, yeah. Because yep. uh, she had a nice little conversation, and he's like, I don't know. He's like, oh, you just hide yourself here and stuff like that. John Constantine said that the same thing in the issue, too. Like yeah, he said, because like, like, you're connected more than it's not completely attached to the, the green. Yep, you're some for someone that's so connected to every plant life, you seem so disconnected. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, got, his, that's his whole character. I know, <laughs> but like, dude, care more. Get that iced tea, man. You made me care more. Well, as we find out that Swamp Thing is skipping ahead to issue two, kind of. Uh, apparently oh, we'll he's go con- back and forth. That's he's considering he's considering retirement. Yeah, poor Alex. Well, yeah, apparently he. When they were going to the Tower of Fate to go talk to Fate, well, actually, they were going. To, they wanted to talk to Nabu uh, instead mm, of Kent, the um, keeper of the helmet. Yes, uh, he says um, he sensed from the Tree of Wonder that um, their roots that talk uh, that touch the other kind in the first issue, the mm-hmm. things that like, they were going to investigate those bodies, and they end up like returning to life, uh, having a little battle there, where uh, Man Bat. Uses his like whole serum and turns like full man bat, which is pretty cool. Well, that whole the place that they were given was underneath the Hall of Justice. Yeah, I like that too. They just have the basement. Yeah, that's where (laughs) that's where Wonder Woman Detective Chimp went down there, saw Man Bat with his nice little bat head, very small body because it's supposed to be a serum that Mm -hmm. creates him go like ravenous. He becomes this crazy bat killer. Uh, I mean, he he just he's like I'm I'm more than just wanting to eat the Batman. Yeah, I I like that whole turn. I think that's pretty cool that they're trying to like. And he's been down there for six days. Yeah, Man Bat, he's just like studying. Yeah, he's yeah. studying these bodies that keep getting turned by magic. They used to be primitive. like they, I think they said insignificant I think they were magic, magic users. users yeah. yeah, they were very small, but they got turned into this thing because this is the other... What are they? What are they the other ones? The other, the other kind? The other kind. Sorry, I they keep look thinking. Like, they look like um, they got um, Rick and Morty'd. Oh, Cronenberg's? Yeah, they look yeah. like they got Cronenberg'd. <laughs> yeah. They got Cronenberg'd. Uh, but you have that, and then he's like, I've been down here for six days. And he's like, well, that's interesting. Well, they go into the, uh, this is still issue one as well. They go into the uh, lab where he set up all his whole thing, studying this, as we can see it, they come to life. They're like, oh, snap. Mm-hmm. But of course, the hero comes to save the day, Swamp Fizzle. 
Yeah, Swamp Thizzle. He did Swamp Swamp Thizzle. Uh, he helped, but he even acknowledged he's like, "My vines are breaking. We need to do something." Uh, Zatanna's magic she's is like, still try iffy. Stronger. <laughs> yeah, because something's the magic is out of whack, and that's with the other kind. And like when they introduce an ep, ep, uh, issue two is the upside down man. Actually, I think they said it in issue one, mm-hmm. but issue two you actually get to see the glimpse of the upside down man in the very last page. I thought that was really yeah, I cool. I think the original owners of magic are trying to take magic back. Yes, and I like this. What is it? The last age of magic arc. That's how you'll also know what you're reading. It'll be called that, The Last Age of Magic. That's the arc that this is in. This and is chapter two. This is all happening because of like the crack in the source wall. And who made this crack? This wasn't due to like the whole dark oh. side thing. This is still before the whole no. source wall broke, I think. Yeah, but they acknowledged in issue two when they go to see the, uh, the tower that has no windows, that has no wall. It's the oh, shadow yeah. of the Tree of Wonder. Did fate cause it to happen, though? He said it, yeah. Well, thank you. He, he just... said he's the one that opened the gates well, to, yeah, the, to other the other kind. Well, yeah, to the other kind, but I don't know if he's... But I'm there assuming... was some other series where the source wall got cracked, and I don't remember what caused it. Oh, uh, it's uh, Justice League, No Justice. Yeah, which I guess we'll have to figure out what the hell happened in that. We'll piece it together. <clears throat> if you want to go back and read that, I think it was issue three. I don't know. But it is Justice League, No Justice. That's where Zatanna and Wonder Woman had a little had a thing going on. Yeah. Not like sexually or anything, but <laughs> I just want to state that. I mean, some people might take that as like, oh man, I'm gonna go check that out because of that. No, it's like there was a big crisis happening, people. God, perverts. I'm sure there's art out there of that if you want to look that up. Though. Yeah, I mean, Rule 34 is a thing. All right, come on. Put that right here? But, but No, okay. remove, remove. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, but then they finally meet Dr. Fate. So, I mean, Hefe. Not really, This though. issue's for you, man. It's not really Dr. Fate. It's Nabu. I mean, it's the Dr. Fate then. Yeah, but it's, they're talking to Nabu. Yeah, but the whole time they think that they're talking to Kent. Yeah. But of course it took, uh, which this threw me off is that I'm supposed, Man Bat's supposed to always kind of look like a bat, but then he's a human in this one. Yeah, I like how they talked about that too, because he's like, Man Bat, we need uh, you to look at those bodies again. He's like, Screech! <laughs> <laughs> just chilling on the roof. He's like, so has anyone got any like- Yeah, Detective Champ was like, we got Non-Man Batification serum around here, or are we just going to leave him up there? <laughs> is he up there with his little wings? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but we get to see Dr. Fate in his tower, and I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I've never seen the tower before. Nope. And, yeah, and apparently the Tree of Wonder is like in the shadow of the yep. Tower of Fate. I guess he caused that. I thought that's cool. But yeah, regardless, going back to what I was originally saying, mm-hmm. Swamp Thing says that uh, he senses that the, the roots of the wo- Tree of Wonder, uh, I guess, touch the other kind and cause him to like come back or something. So he's going over there, and then Constantine starts talking to him again. He's like, so how long are you going to... Are you just going to disappear on them, or are you ever going to let them like figure it out, or... You're going to tell them before they completely trust you. And yeah, apparently Swamp Thing is considering retirement. Sad I'm hoping days. that if he does retire, <laughs> this is my personal hope that that means that we'll get a new Swamp Thing and there'll be a new solo series. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Especially with more, uh, Swamp Thing coming out on the DC app soon. I mm-hmm. mean, that, that yeah, stock that, on that Swamp Thing could go up. Yes. For sure. For sure. Before all you posers start jumping on that bandwagon. Yep. He's got the full Swamp Thing tattooed on his back. What's up? <laughs> we'll, we'll show you next week. Let's not lie to people, Steven, now. you got to get that next week, okay? Okay. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, speaking of, where, are you gonna, where am I going to get my tattoo from? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Sponsor. Omega Level is proudly sponsored by Ink or Die Studios, a unique combination of a tattoo parlor and hair salon. Located at 270 North Dakota Street by Flanagan's, Ink or Die Studios employs the best artists and stylists around. Boasting a friendly atmosphere, helpful, talented, and incredibly creative staff, Ink or Die Studios is the only tattoo shop and hair salon you'll ever need. Stop in, call, or contact them through their social media accounts today to set up an appointment. That was smooth. Damn, that was... Smooth! And we're back. And we're back. 
Hot? Man, well, I'll be double dog damned. <laughs> no? Okay. I, I did it a little too soon. Sorry. I'll say, I'll say it again when we get to that. We need to finish up this issue. I was going to say, we, we haven't let's, even let's talked calm about down. everything to talk Let's about. calm down. Let's calm down. Jesus. I'm, I apologize. Let's calm down. When apparently this issue is picking up, because apparently <sighs> Nabu is apparently going to be the villain. Woo! <sighs> we get Dr. Fate as a villain. Because Wonder Woman and Zatanna have to talk to him alone. Oh, yeah. They went, in with that, du- they yeah. went in with Chimp. They went in with uh, Man Bat. They were like, sorry, Nabu does not trust them. Yeah. Don't know. Because they don't want to bring in non-magic users to solve their problem. Yep. That's not Don't that's know not why. <laughs> but I mean, how can someone that's a non-magic have an opinion about magic? When magic is disappearing from this world, you need to get all the help you can get. It's very true. It's very but true. Also, but, uh, but you have Wonder Woman, Zatanna, about... and Swamp Thing. What else you need? I mean, John Constantine, sure, but... I forgot, apparently when Nabu was talking to them, though, he talks about how magic used to be, like, rampant across the world, mm-hmm. and apparently it was around during the dawn of man, and when they used magic, apparently it was too much for their body, so they started creating these artifacts that would, like, hold the magic for them, so that way they could harness it. Any weapon, yeah. stuff like that. Yep. They created the first books of magic and stuff. thought that was cool. But apparently, like, this is all just controlling it to an extent before, I guess, it becomes, like, truly overpowered again i guess i can't really remember like how he put it what's getting out of control and that's why he thinks that he's trying to banish magic from this world he said well, that. Uh, yeah and all life with it was it all life i think so i thought yes. he wanted just magic gone no because that's why he opened think... up that man it just sucks that sucks man magic is cool <laughs> no he, he doesn't think magic is cool i apologize for all my viewers uh, not steven's viewers not Nick's viewers, not Omega level viewers. This is for the Jersh baby. Oh, yeah. Also, apparently, Constantine is not being like asked for help because apparently everyone sees him as like a poser or like a hack. Yeah, uh, and he's reckless. I mean, he's always is. He's a drunk. I've never really like understood the whole appeals Constantine. It's the uh, he's suave man. It's that British. He's, yeah, I get that he's suave, but I still just like even when he like I think he first appears, you see him like light, lighting up a cigarette when they're at that like magic he's, house in the first yeah, issue. He's definitely a cliche cool guy. Mm-hmm. Like one hundred percent. Where's the trench coat? How do you go wrong with that? <laughs> he had his trench but coat. I was like, is he, <laughs> like he has a magic use. Like he uses magic, but like, does he really? That's always been like the thing with him. It's like I just confused about his abilities. It's one of those like uh, whether or not he has the actual connection to magic itself, or is he just using artifacts to propel, uh, propel that magic? Yeah, you know or I mean? he's like a trickster or something. Yeah, they say he is. He is. He's no Loki. No, no, <laughs> I, no. I, I know. I just wanted to say that and wink at the camera. Sorry, I'm the bad guy. Oh. Steven, I will snap you out of existence, man. Yeah, well, it's my way or the highway. We are less than... Highway we- men. Oh, well, I'll be double dog <laughs> damn, man. I'll be... Let's talk movies. Let's talk movies. The well, highway let's, let's man. Let's talk movie. Nope, we're adding multiple movies into this. Okay, cool. This is going to be 40 minutes each one, so buckle up, kiddos. It's going to be a long ride. On the highway? With men. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first impressions, uh, I was I was pleased with this movie. I uh, was entertained. I was enjoying it. I knew literally nothing about this movie when I started watching I was like, oh, okay, it's about Bonnie and Clyde. All right, cool. Yep, <laughs> I read the uh, Netflix synopsis, you know, little yeah. uh, info they give you at the beginning. I was like, okay, cool. It deals with Bonnie and Clyde. We see the people that are uh, like, right, involved in killing them. <laughs> uh, spoilers, they die. So, I mean, you should know that. Dude. <laughs> I mean, it's like 1934. They're dead anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is, we are, that's why I was like hoping that they actually had the final stuff pretty close. I mean, I assume they were. This was based on the events. Yeah, those getting credits that. made it seem like it was disturbingly cl- like accurate. Yeah, I mean, they Which showed is... the, the car too. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Yep. 
lot and, of bullets. And depressing. And really depressing. I mean, granted, they were like criminals, but still. Yeah. Had a lot spoilers, of fans. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, criminals. Uh, but it follows these, uh, for at first, one man. Uh, Kevin Costner's character, Hamer. This is Josh Hamer up in this. Uh, and Steve Galt. Yeah, boy. I, I think that was the name. Galt, I believe. That was Woody Harrelson's character. And these guys are... Correct you, me if I'm wrong, man in the booth. Man in the booth. Names? Up. Okay, we're good. Um, yeah. But following... Uh, Kevin Costner's did an excellent job in this movie. I thought he did a really good oh, job. Yeah, Woody yeah. Harrelson was great, too. was great. Yeah. Kathy Bates could have been in it more, too. Man, I'm glad you know some Kathy Bates, dude. I love her. Yeah. She's really good. She's great uh, in The Office is Joan. She plays really strong woman. I like that. Misery. Misery. And also, uh, disjointed if you're into f- stupid stoner comedies. Yeah, it's funny. Emphasis on stupid. It's funny. I mean, you got to be into it. They do some of that cliche crap like that's just not accurate to actual stoners, but you know, it is what it is. Getting off topic. <laughs> right. Hey, that's what we do, baby. But yeah. Apparently, uh, Bobble Bobby and Clyde have been on the run, I think, for at least three years, mm-hmm. causing, you know... Rampant chaos, but gathering a fan base, apparently. <laughs> People are just willing. I mean, they're the Robin Hoods, apparently. And this was during the Great Depression, so you can see why certain people would like view them in a decent light, because, you know, fuck the banks. <laughs> yep, whatever. yep. Caused everyone to be poor. Um, but yeah, the, uh, Kathy Bates playing the governor. Uh, I don't know what state. Texas. Texas, okay. No, the yeah, Texas Rangers, right. Texas, man. Texas Jeez. Rangers. Should be fairly obvious. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. They but go yeah. over a couple state lines. So. She's on her way to the office. People are interviewing her, asking about you know, uh, Bonnie and Clyde, and asking her, she's like, I think one reporter says, what do you think about people saying that they're like the Robin Hoods of like this day and age? She's like, I don't think Robin Hood ever shot a clerk for like $4 in a tank of gas. So it lets me immediately know, like, hey, t- don't be on their side. They're not good people. Yeah, like just because they steal from the banks and that they – like, might give to a select few poor, like, mainly their hometown. Yeah, and their families. Like, doesn't make them good. Like, don't get me wrong, like, you know. They've killed a lot of cops. Yeah, <laughs> stuff, a lot. A lot of cops. Yeah, this another thing. If you're expecting to see a lot of Bonnie and Clyde in this movie, you're mistaken. Go watch Bonnie and Clyde from 2013. That's your movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot. It follows the two men that are told you to get the job done. You don't even necessarily see them mm-hmm. and like... At least, like, from the they sh- front. Like, I was going to say, you see uh, Bonnie's face before you see uh, Clyde's, yeah. But it's still not a good view of it. Yeah. You get to hear her voice. Say, hey, sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> As she shoots a man in the face point blank. Mm-hmm. Turns them over to show them what they're about to do. Like, they're not good people. I don't know. No. She was bored, though. <laughs> <laughs> that's what justifies murder, people. You heard it here. I'm just saying, that's what that one detective says. Yeah, yeah. And they're trying to figure all this out, and they used to be Texas Rangers. So, mm-hmm. of course, you know, they have Kevin Costner getting his stuff together. He married Rich, apparently. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, yeah <laughs> good for him. His wife is Also, his wife is awesome, letting him borrow her car. Yes, a brand new off-the-lot yeah. Ford. With a radio. With a radio. With the radio. <laughs> That's not stock. expensive. That yeah. also comes into play in this movie. That's not stock. That's yeah. not stock. <laughs> Woody Harrelson said that. That's, that's pretty that's fancy stuff. Also came into play in the movie. It helped them. Uh, when the news report came up? Yeah. Yep, or the uh, mm-hmm. police report or whatever when they were calling it. I'm butchering the names, people. I'm sorry. The technical terms. Because that's a technical file. Okay. But yeah, go to go to Hamer. Uh, someone asking him if he can join. He offers him like $150 a month. Uh, I thought it was 130. Oh yeah, he said, he well, said 150. He, he said 150. He's like actually 130. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He said, let me guess. You can pay me 150 a month. 130. And his wife was very like, I know the man I married. 
You know, you can tell she wasn't happy. No, she wasn't. But she's like, I mean, I knew who I married. You're clearly going to want to go back to doing that. You were really good at doing that. I immediately had a good impression of Hamer because he has a pet pig. Man, that was very obedient. (laughs) Holy crap! The whistle stopped. He's like, "Go back inside." Pig goes inside. Okay, I want a pig now. I was like, "Wow, this is a damn cool pig." (laughs) I never really wanted a pig until this movie. How can you not want a pig? Pigs are cute. They're gross. That's that's false. (laughs) I mean, you just look at it. Can Can I get a pig up here? That's gross. Can I get a cute pig up here? Oh, look at that cute pig. Oh, my God. All right. Never mind. I'm back on the picture. Let's train. review this picture. Let's review this picture. Uh, we have no idea, but I assume it's super cute. I think it's uh, a teacup. It's a teacup. <laughs> oh, I put it in my pocket. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We Cute things, they kill us. Uh, speaking of killing us, back to the movie. But I thought it was interesting because he was, uh, you know, slow setup, but I felt like the dialogue was on point in this movie, mm-hmm. man. Really good. Cinematography was great. Take the, note, oh, yeah. Shazam. Yeah. I say it's... <laughs> Cinematography is probably like the highlight of this movie for me. Mm, very well done. Uh, uh, soundtrack was all right, too. Yeah, I thought the score was fine. Fine. Yeah, I mean, it served its purpose. Yep. It was music. Yep. There was a lot of <laughs> silent scenes, too. Like I said, Woody Harrelson had one scene when he was playing poker, and he gave that backstory of like his first kill, because they're like, that I was heard one of be- the best scenes. Yeah, I heard between, because one of this, uh, I guess, I don't know if he was the informant or if he was like a young police it was officer. Guy, I think it was the guy that knew Bonnie from like when they were yep. in school, and he. So had he probably a crush wasn't on actually affiliated stuff. with the police department themselves? He was like somebody that could identify them. No, he was associated with. Okay, them. okay. Yeah, he was. That's able why they to... even said that he had the chance to pull the trigger, but uh, he probably didn't because he was sweet on her. Oh, uh, that's a good point. Yeah, he's like, wouldn't it? anybody's been sweet yeah, on her? Then, then yeah, and then they had him at the end in Louisiana, just so that way he could identify. Yep. Yep. How he was able? I guess he identified the car at least because it was still like a decent distance. So I was like, I don't see either of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Please don't shoot some innocent people. But in that scene, like he said something. Uh, He's like, I heard between the two of you, you killed 50 people. He's like, huh, did that in one night. Oh, Ooh, was that like, was his first time. Was that like, was Woody Harrelson's damn. first encounter with like death. 54 body count. I, clearly, that wasn't just his gun. Oh, there yeah, were multiple clearly. people there, but still. He did he kill ha- a 13-year-old. Yep, and he always remembered his face. Manos, uh, Manos Rebles? Was that what it? I, I didn't want to say it. I was like, I know I'm going to butcher it. Yeah, sorry. Even hearing it. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're doing our best, guys. God. Um. Yeah, but good chilling story though. Very chilling story, and like cinematography was fantastic. Score played a purpose. I actually thought the one scene when they uh gets later to the film that I thought was weird, uh, when they get to the house and it's raining, when it's downpouring, I thought that was a beautiful scene. It's like the only time it rains in this movie. You think I'd remember that then? Yeah, you would think. I mean, it was an awesome shot. I mean, how they get out of the car, the camera follows them all the way up to the house. I will say, like my only scene I didn't like was when they're chasing Bonnie and Clyde. I think. And they like go the off dirt road. road. Yes, you didn't like that. No, I was like, I don't know how you could have. Po- I mean, was was it that damn dusty? I mean, you saw them digging up dirt, and they can only go like thirty five miles per hour. <laughs> yeah, no, that's why I was just like, also just like, eh, whatever. There's no tracking. There's no forensics. That's why everyone's like, don't touch the crime scene. What does it matter? We can't identify. <laughs> it's just it. screw you. Kick yeah, the <laughs> and then you see uh, Hamer go up there and look at this uh, fence line, and he's like, damn it, go up there, search the <laughs> fence line. Why didn't we think of that? Also, like Woody Harrelson, is like, there's some casings. He picks up one. He's like, hey, so what? You still got two of them? Say <laughs> <laughs> like, we got the ballistics. We got this, man. Uh, that was real. Well. Woody Harrelson was solid for that. I thought he played a solid. Uh, uh, what what what's the word I'm looking for? Highwayman, uh, ranger? Not, uh, no ranger, but he was the he played second fiddle. He was like you know that he was oh, the, partner. Yeah, partner. He was the he was the partner. We'll go. Yeah. With that. We'll go with that. I'm just over here stuttering. 
That's what I mean, you're here that's for. That's kind of what I do in every episode. So true. And if you're still listening at this point, you kind of like us, or you <laughs> or, or you hate us so much that you're like, let's see how bad this can really get. Let's see if they say something real messed up. <laughs> Looking at you, Stephen. Yeah. <laughs> let us know. I mean, if he whatever, leaves it in, let us know whatever. if we're terrible people. You know, give us give don't, us forewarning because I don't care about your opinion. I do. Uh, Nick, I believe does. Uh, but he probably has his headphones on because he hasn't seen this movie because he's a poop mouth. Mm. No, he's editing right now. Oh, yeah, true, 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 true. Because that's how we do two hey, things at once. We baby. are behind. We are behind. <laughs> Shut up, Steven. <laughs> God, spoilers. Woo, I'll be double dog damned. Hate late. That's how God. I do. God, I know I used it too early. Now it's not near as funny. But, I mean, it, it is what it is, my dudes. Um. Yeah. I also liked when the... Um they were trying to see if uh, I think it's when they go to Louisiana. They're trying to see if those police are on their oh, side. Oh, that or was night. awesome. Yeah. Yep. Gave him a little. Woody Harrelson went in there and tried to bribe him. That is the best approach. See if you can actually oh, succeed. Yeah. Love also was just like, so do you use like a shotgun to take down this like this alligator right here? And he like drives a pitchfork into the desk or something, and then he goes real by you on. Oh him. man, I heard that. Ag- <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, but don't mean no, I'll put it down. Okay. <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> yeah, but they got him on their side, you know. That was cool. That's how you, I mean, that's a good way to check if sheriffs are corrupt. <laughs> that, was, that just cracked me up, though. But they're on and off uh, Bonnie and Clyde's tail this whole time. They keep going back to their same neighborhood. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, they kept going back to the same neighborhood. Stuff. They outran the, this little kid. They kept throwing, someone pulled up to the house, which is, I'm assuming, Bonnie or, uh, not Bonnie's, but uh, One of the many friends, apparently. It's Clyde's, definitely. I mean, it has to be his it house, like right? It looked like his car. Yeah. Uh, go up, they throw a bottle over. It's supposed to be some sort of information. They throw a bottle back. A little kid comes and grabs it, takes it somewhere. First time we see that, they can't catch him. They're old. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the little kid is outrunning him. It's like it shows their age. And you I like that. You see their age at the beginning, too, when he hires those few kids to start throwing bottles. Yep. He's just he kept trying to pull it out. Yeah, trying to pull it out. He's trying to be real suave. Like yep. he just... Just, so then he just leaves his arm out there to do it again and was actually successful, but he couldn't do the whole yeah, motion like, like he hey, used to. You, you scratched it that time. He's like, yeah, just scratched, scratched it. it. <laughs> Cleans the freaking gun store out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. He's like, I need at least one gun that won't jam. Man, I mean, he was going through all those guns. He's like, all right, which one you want? Oh, also, if that all was of them? Realistic, <laughs> they would have been, they would have told him after the third gun, like, all right, you get the view one at a damn time. <laughs> I mean, it's 1934. I don't know the laws back then. I mean, yeah. I'm going to go in and buy a couple guns right now. You think they would be, like, nervous about it. True. Uh, so this guy just asked if you 20 guns. Especially if he didn't show a badge either. Like, he just kind of went in. Yeah, he was wearing a nice suit, but does that... I mean, that doesn't mean anything. Mobsters wore nice suits back then. Apparently, everybody Everyone nice looks like a mobster back then. <laughs> I, can we just say that? Everyone, apparently, in the 30s looks like mobsters. They show the pictures after the movie. Yeah. Like, they all look like gangsters. I think that was like, are those the cops or are those the mobsters? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, they all look like they're about to hang off these cars with Tommy guns and going, ah, <laughs> I got my cigar here and I'm going to come down for you. Me and Bonnie, see, we're gonna run away. We're gonna run away together. We're gonna be perfect. I mean, it's. I would have loved this movie a lot more. Man, if they, man, if like they all, they're like, see, we're gonna catch Bonnie. We're gonna catch Clyde. Ah, she doesn't matter if you get your girlfriend, <laughs> even though she's arguably more sadistic than Clyde was. Yeah, was, apparently. I mean, she had to turn you over to shoot you in the face. Yeah, also, she had a limp because they apparently had a bad accident. Yeah, apparently, yeah, she got her leg burned. Yeah, uh, which is funny to me because it, they. Uh, they said that she kept dragging her leg, but when they did the second time you see her feet, she wasn't dragging it enough to make marks. So I was like, oh, that's kind of a continuity issue. She's probably getting a little bit better at that point. I mean, true. I mean, they have days pass by, like, you know, and I think this is interesting because I believe... They drive around a lot, apparently. I believe once you're watching this film, this will be two days from Easter. 
which is something that was said in oh, this yeah. movie. So if you watch this on Easter, you know, like watch the first half on Easter. <laughs> or uh, two days before Easter, and then watch the ending on Easter. It's great. <laughs> yeah, they bring up Easter because uh, when Hamer's uh, interrogating that one gas clerk attendant, he's like still upset because I think the day before, or at least when it, on Easter morning, they gunned mm-hmm. down like another pair of officers. I think that's when they acted like they were like stuck on the side of the road. I thought that was, uh, did they act like they were on the side of the road? No, the Easter, that was after. The gunman was the two motorcycle one. Okay. Yep. That's when uh, they went up there, did the whole ballistics kick the thing, because he's right. like, he killed two police officers. That was the bike one. They had like a. So I assume they were getting line. stopped. Because <laughs> another family pulls into the gas station after he just like knocks the hell out of that like attendant. Oh man, yeah. And he's like, gas price. <laughs> gas prices got people riled up these days. <laughs> I like how Woody has to play that like intermediate. Like I gotta yeah. be like, oh, I'm gonna make sure everything's okay here. Also, gas prices were, like, amazing back then. I mean, granted, it was the Depression, but still. I mean, he almost didn't even get invited. He didn't want him brought in this shit. He said that towards the end. he moves like an 85-year-old man. <laughs> well, then he recovered and said, you yeah. move like a 75-year-old man. He said, and in all honesty, I just didn't want you to be involved in this whole mess, but I'm glad you're here. Yeah. I'm glad you're here. They unloaded on that car. Dear oh God. My. Oh, my God. Yes, and that's true to how it happened. Like, They're completely unnecessary. Also, the like only the time you see their that, face? Like, his corpse lets go of the freaking like gas pe- or like uh, the brakes, so they start rolling a little bit, start and they unloading more. Like, Where are they gonna go? That's what I'm, saying. I'm like, man, there's. I, I know they're probably not aware that they're dead. They should. They they, they absolutely sh- were. They, they just should. wanted to just unload on them. Yeah, like, they all wanted to say, "Hey, I was there. I shot Bonnie and Clyde at least twelve times." <laughs> That's being nice. Twelve times. We're looking at like twenty-four each person. Yeah. I mean, they even had the 42-inch clip. Kind of gr- pretty gross of them to do so, but, mm-hmm. I mean, it still happens today. <laughs> I mean, they are told to unload their clip, so. I don't, this is how they are. That's this how is they how work. they at least train. They mm-hmm. did it to that one poor man in, like, a drive-thru the other day. Also, you <laughs> notice how Kathy Bates took all the credit? Yeah. Also, apparently. I she, sent these men. <laughs> mm, someone else suggested this, but okay. They did get the okay from her, though. Also, it is true, if any of you sexist people out there, there was a female governor in 1934 in Texas. Yeah, I was like, do they just take liberties with this? Nope, that is, that is, <laughs> that is true. That is true. Um, but Hamer, I think, was like the most famous like, Texas Ranger ever. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they said in the credits. Also, yeah, after that whole scene, you get to see them towing the car with the body still in it uh, back to, I guess, the station or something, and... Oh. It was disturbing seeing like everyone just like crowding around the uh, car. I assume they were still fans of Bonnie and Clyde, but like man, they like tearing shit off their wrists and stuff, and like yanking at the corpses, freaking out. It like, was, oh my hero's dead! Like it are was you creepy to yes. see, and apparently that was true because I was wondering if that was true or not. But yeah, after credits, see like an actual picture of that. They show the things. There's twenty thousand people that showed up at Bonnie's funeral. Fifteen thousand showed up Clyde's funeral. Like, are you serious? I mean, I know they're notorious. Oh man, it just blows me away what people are like, who who they idolize. Like, I mean, obviously, completely different times. So, I mean, uh, stealing from the banks that were very corrupt, great. You know, the depression. Oh man, it's. Just, I mean, it it happens with anybody that like gains notoriety and ends up in the news. Mm-hmm. And they were around for at least three years. I probably longer than that. And they hit like a few states. Apparently, the Bonnie and Clyde spree finally came to an end. And a bloody one at that. And I, and that's what brings me up is that I, one of my uh, favorite scenes in that, too, was when uh, Hamer talked to the dad. 
actually came into that restaurant, like bought a newspaper and played it, and he's like, "Thank you." Oh yeah. And then they had that in, that uh, conversation that ensued. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, apparently like, like, my boy ain't always wrong, been evil. One wrong turn. Then my boy just stole a chicken, and ever since then he's been on. Trying. He's like, "What do you think?" There was something always in him because what do you think he stole the chicken in the first place? We all hungry, aren't we all? I did like Hamer's story too about he apparently wanted to be a preacher. Oh man, yeah, and he didn't believe him. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, exactly. He didn't believe him. Um, I did. Think- I forgot what it was. Like he said that like he got. Oh yeah, pe- word got out that he was good with a pistol, mm-hmm. and someone asked him. He's like, uh, he offered him like what a thousand dollars or something. No, the thousand dollars was for the phone call later. Okay, well, he offers him money. I don't remember because he was trying to save up to become a preacher. I want to say a couple hundred. I to can't get remember. into like the um, whatever school. I don't remember what they call it. Oh yeah, I'm blanking on it too. Preacher Sorry, school. Preacher school. It's like Preacher. Sem- seminary. Seminary. Okay. Ah, nice. Yep. Seminary. Okay. Uh, he offers him money. He's like, "Who do you want me to kill?" And he said it jokingly, and then the dude just stares at him. He's like, "That's when he realized he wasn't talking about like shooting like Animals. some sort of predator." Yeah. yeah. Uh, he turns him down. And said he's going to rat him. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, the dude told him he wants him to kill like his partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, Somebody that he works with. Yeah, I don't remember why. He said he's going to go tell on him. And then, like, I think it was the next day, dude shoots him in his head, his leg, and stomach or something like yeah. that. Left him on the porch, walked right in. We don't. He did, he's like, I don't know what he was doing, if he was reloading or what. Yeah, he crawls away, goes into a ditch. He gets saved by a field hand. Uh, I think it was like a field hand or something. He said colored field hand. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's the 30s people gets gets fixed up. I mean, I assume he respected him. He didn't say like, well, oh no, clearly, yeah. even if he didn't respect him, he probably did then. Yeah, like if there was any notion that he didn't like that, he's like, well, he just saved my life. So yeah, everything I did think, or if he never did, we don't we don't know that backstory. And then he goes back and then kills him on the very same porch that he was left for dead on. And mm-hmm. then <laughs> obviously. His dreams of becoming a preacher were gone after that. And it turns out the dude he killed was wanted, apparently. Yeah, so he was actually that's wanted. That's how he became a part of the law. He's like, I became the law. Whew. It was a pretty good story. And yeah, his dad, uh, Clyde's dad, realizes, like, listen, like, he'd probably rather go out on the road than, like, by hanging by his neck or something. And he's like, well, you don't have much say or whatever. He's like, no, listen to what I'm trying to tell you. He's like, just put an end to this now for me and my family. He realizes that his son's like, yeah, like he says, like whether your son is born with a dark soul or not, like he has a dark soul now. Everyone knew like Bonnie and Clyde was not going to go out alive. Yeah, I mean, he, even if they were caught, they were one hundred percent going to get hung or they killed the chair. several officers. Yep, <laughs> that's pretty much always a death sentence. And Bonnie used to be straight A's, popular, did all the classes, stuff yeah, like that, did drama, was just bored, and just bored, and decided made a little nice little boy with suits yeah, and that was good with the ladies. Him, fell in love with him, then she found out his car was stolen. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, how romantic. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. He's like, my, my wife met me doing something. I don't think there'll be like a love story or a book about that. <laughs> uh, what did he say he met her? It was like a, like a carnival or something. I don't remember. A fa- yeah, some sort of like county fair. He's like, ain't nobody going to write a book about that, which I want to say this probably is a movie about that. So It's called Babe. Four-time Oscar-winning or nominated movie. <laughs> can we just acknowledge that? The Babe has like four or five Oscar noms. Is that, can can we, live, we live in that world? What are you trying to say about Babe? <laughs> I mean, watch the movie. It's overrated. All right, so next week. Hey, that's what we call it a close. Talking about Babe. We talking about Babe, though. Uh, but seriously, I hope you guys enjoyed everything we talked. We really enjoyed Highwaymen much better than Shazam. It's <laughs> if, you lost, if you watched last week, you already know, because you better call somebody. Too, too much? Am I getting out of hand? What, what, what movie are we talking about next week? That Brie Larson movie? Uh, I believe that Unicorn Store will be on the docket. 
I believe so. And then after that, we might do Oblivion. Mix it up. Go back to an older movie. All right, so next week we're going to talk about Chef. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Check out all our other social media platforms that we barely post on because we're terrible people. I don't do social media. Yeah, That's all Nick. I'll try my best, too. That's I all mean, the I, man in the booth. Give yeah, him a shout Nick, out. Nick, Nick is the man. Nick is the maestro. The dude is a beast. The dude is awesome. We might rip on him on here, but seriously, we love him. And we love you guys. Check in next week. I'm impartial week. to him. I love him. He's impartial to him. We got a lot of logistics I mean, that we got to work out here. I mean, you keep talking shit about Shazam. I mean, I'm sorry, dude. I don't know. You watch all the... I said my case. You, you watched it last week. You, you can hear me be very animated about this Next movie. week, I get to reign about Serenity. Let's go. I'm not watching that movie. God, you made me definitely not want to ch- check that movie out. Oh, my Lord. You have to. <laughs> you have to know what I went through. Oh, my God. Uh, but seriously, next week, The Room. Let us know in. in the comments. Do you want to hear us like rant for an hour about a movie that we just fucking hate? <laughs> Let us know because we're ready. I mean, you heard it last week from me. Uh, I didn't think it was that. It wasn't the worst thing I've seen, but it was definitely, you can tell how I talk about it. Not that favorable. Oh, you know? let's give a rating. Uh, what did you? What would you rate Highwayman? Highwayman, I believe I'm sitting at a 7.58. About the same for me. Yep. All right, so I don't think we gave a number to Shazam. What number do you give it? I give it a 5.56. God damn. Okay. I'm sorry. I mean, see, it's not like the worst thing I've seen, but it's not good. I didn't like it. I mean... I give it at least a 7, 7.5. And I hold, and I hold superhero movies to high regards. I mean, I give Aquaman a 10. I said it. It's on. It's on camera. I give Aquaman a ten. I think James Wan did a fantastic job with that movie. The only super bad part with that is they're for some reason adding Toto's or uh, <laughs> Toto's rendition or Pitbull's rendition of Toto's Africa, just completely unnecessary. And minorly, Amber Heard's first appearance was kind of cringy when she first comes out of the water trying to talk to Jason Momoa. Oh, okay. Kind of cringy. After that, I don't. I, I personally don't see how you'd have. See, a problem I thought with my only movie. complaint was. Pitbull and um, Black Man's father at the beginning. You didn't like him. I didn't you care for him. It was a forced relationship. Yeah. Yep. He's also Pike no, in the One Hundred. No and fuck you, Pike. Woo! And that's it. That's how we close it out. Seven point five eight for Highwayman. Fuck right. Pike. Bye. Bye.